EHH Productions presents KB Cabaret, an original variety show, with your host, Bree Harvey. Hi folks, and welcome to KB Cabaret. My name is Bree Harvey, head writer and producer of this show. KB Cabaret is a calabaloo of original skits, songs, poetry, and short stories. What's Calabaloo, you ask? Magic from a child's creative imagination. I was five when I coined that word, and it's been with my family ever since. The settings originate from my hometown, Parlor City. And the stories originate from people who are a product of fiction. Names, characters, places, and incidents either are products of the author's imagination or are used fictitiously. Any resemblance to actual events, locales, or persons living or dead is entirely coincidental. Thank you, Kate. That, folks, obviously is my lawyer. Starring my friends, the Parlor City Players, Judy McMahon, Kate Murray, Molly Murray, Charles Berman, John Carey, John Montgomery, Bill Murray, and me, your host, Bree Harvey. This week we feature special guest actor, Devin Murray. Welcome to our town, welcome to Parlor City, where our friends come, come out to play. Don't leave, they stay and chat a while. Welcome to our town, to KB Cabaret. This week on KB Cabaret, we present our special musical guest, pop singer Brenda Swanger. Welcome to our town, to KB Cabaret. Mornings are a special time for me. My rituals are simple. A good cup of coffee, soft classical music, and a little daily feature in our local newspaper called Advice with Granny Ada. And now, KB Cabaret presents Advice with Granny Ada, Parlor City's cherished advice columnist. Dear Granny Ada, I love my boyfriend Wally. We have been living together for six years and get along great. My problem is really my problem. All my girlfriends are getting married one after another. They're planning for the big day, picking out dresses, planning their reception, and putting down payments on their honeymoon in exotic locations. It's killing me. I'm downright jealous. Every time I even hint I want to get married, my boyfriend changes the topic faster than I could say I do, which I can't, because I won't. He likes things the way it is. My ten-year-old son from my first boyfriend thinks Wally is his dad. I even changed my religion for Wally, thinking maybe having the same religion will get me down the aisle. Should I just forget marriage and be content? Or is there another way of getting Wally to see the light? Signed, Got the Wedding Bell Blues. Dear Bell Blue, how delightful. After living together with Wally for six years, you want to get married? Why would he want to marry you? What more can you give him that you haven't given him already? You are nothing more than a shack-up honey that has given him your services for free. Nothing is for free anymore except gullible women like you. Where has the integrity gone? In my day, women gave away samples, not the whole store, honey. 
Housekeepers charge a pretty penny these days, and even ladies of the night have more business sense, if you know what I mean. Forget marriage, my dear, and hope he won't find someone who's younger and prettier than you any time soon. Having no ties and getting everything a man needs makes men like Wally act like a whole lot of happy in hog heaven. Thank you for writing, honey, and have a nice day. Granny Ada doing the show. Ladies and gentlemen, Parlor City chef extraordinaire, Beulah Deschamps. Oh my, that is so sweet of you. You're more dressed up than usual. Going somewhere? Oh, I am going to my biannual red hat meeting in the city. See, I have a red hat. Oh, I do see. I didn't know you were a member. Oh yes, since 2006. Wow, that's impressive. We are going to the Queen's summer house by the lake. It should be fun and a good distraction from all the craziness in my life. Well, your life does seem more like a soap opera lately. Oh, you're telling me. So what are you holding in your hand? Well, I made a few dozen blueberry and citron gel lime macarons. They're beautiful. Oh, I wish the audience could see this. The macarons are purple and the filling is red. These purple meringue cookies are delicate and go so well with the lime liquor blueberry filling. Here, taste one. Mmm. Oh, Beulah. This has a crisp coating, but chewy melt in your mouth delicious. Oh, and the blueberry lime liqueur filling. Wow. Every time I think you can't outdo yourself, you outdo yourself. <laughs> Some think that the macarons are difficult to make, but all you need is precision. Almonds have to be ground just so. The egg whites have to age. Age? The separated whites need to sit around in the refrigerator a few days and just, well, age. <laughs> sort of like me. <laughs> Beulah. Beulah, why are you crying? <laughs> I just feel so lonely now that Bobby and... Polly, and yes, even my ex-husband Leon have left the house. You know, I think trying to bring yourself into order should come first. And once you feel more confident, you'll see. Life will be more calm. Oh, I know. I just have to stop catering to men. Unless I get paid to cater. <laughs> <laughs> Spoken like a true chef. You mind if I have another one of these? Oh, please do. These are yours anyway. I had the rest back at the house for the meeting at the lake. I love the liquor I used for this recipe. The flavor of the lime liquor just snaps it up. I brought some over for you to taste. I'd rather have the tea. Do you think the Red Hat ladies only drink tea at these gatherings? <laughs> well, I guess I was wrong. Here. <laughs> taste. Thanks, Beulah, but I think I'll pass. Your laws. Oh, well... I need a little pickup before my ride gets here. Here's to you. Cheers. Mmm, yes, delightful. I see someone pulling up. Must be a ride since she's wearing a purple dress and a red hat. Oh, that's Margaret. 
Guess I better go. Have fun, Beulah. Oh, I will, dear. I will. Bye. Well, it is nice to see Beulah actually leaving us on a better high note. <laughs> I will be posting this amazing blueberry and citron gel lime macaron on our KB Cabaret's new app under Beulah's Boozy Recipes. You can download this recipe and our show on Google Play, Amazon, Kindle, and iTunes. Mmm, these are good. Just one more. Welcome to the DMV. Hi, we'd like to register our boat. What kind, sir? A houseboat. Hmm. We don't usually do houseboats. Actually, that's not true. We've never done a houseboat. Barbara, what forms for a houseboat? I don't know. Um, we do fishing boats and small recreation boats. I know. So? <sighs> Maybe this form... 3A236 or 238? I don't know. Call the state office. Okay. Hi. We have a man over here. Uh, he wants to register for a houseboat. Uh, a, a house boat. Uh huh. Wait, I'll ask. Um, can you live in it? Yes. That's why it's a houseboat. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they said you can live in it. Uh, uh-huh. Uh, uh-huh. Uh, okay, thanks. Okay, sir, you need to fill out form 4B3402.SS6. And you need the title and the houseboat certification. Yes, I have those right here. Here's the form. You can fill it out at the table over there. Thanks. Number 23. How may I help you? I filled out the houseboat form. Oh, right, right. Uh, let's see. Uh-huh. 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 Huh. Is anything wrong? It says here the taxes were paid. Yes, in Maryland. Yes, sir, but this is New York State. Yes, I know. I was told I could pay the 2% difference here. Who told you that? The state tax office. I don't know anything about that. Hey, Barbara? Yeah? You got a sec? What? Does New York State have us collect the difference in tax on a boat from other states? How am I supposed to know? I don't know. Call the state DMV office. Jeez. Oh, okay. Hello. Yeah, um, uh, taxes in New York State. Do we make up the difference from Maryland? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Huh. Hold on. Did you pay the 6% tax in Maryland? Yes. Okay. Yeah, he did. Okay. Yeah, thanks. 
Okay, you have to pay the 2% difference here. Okay. Well, I have that form filled out. Hey, Barbara, is this the right form? Hmm? Let me see. Um, yeah, I guess. It looks like it. D did you call the state office? Yeah. And? Yeah, I guess this is the right form. Do you have a calculator? Mine died. Here you go. Okay. We can get this houseboat in the water. Let's get the forms in and the right amount for the taxes. So, you're gonna live on the boat, huh? That's right. Oh, I get seasick myself. My guy Sammy tried taking me fishing once. I puked all over. <laughs> okay, that will be $2,353.42. Here you are. Oh, this is a business check. Barbara, can we take a business check? How should I know? I'm here with Brenna Swanger, a young artist who resides in Parlor City and records in Nashville, Seattle area. And she is an amazing pop singer. I'm intrigued to have her on my show. Hello, Brenna. Hello. Give me a little background information about Midnight Velvet. Midnight Velvet was a song that I wrote that came about pretty organically. I started out finding a piece of writing from one of my journals that I had that ended up being the opening line of the song. This isn't love, but I think it could be. And the rest of the song just kind of came from that, and I kind of pieced it together, the music and the words and the melody, kind of all at once, and one of my favorite songs to play live. And yeah, it's about kind of falling in love, but not really realizing that it's love when it's happening. And then you have a self-realization that the feeling that you're feeling is love. And so that's what Midnight Velvet is about. Okay, let's listen to Midnight Velvet. Stupid. Everything you ever know gets thrown right out the window. 
Affordable, right? Well, as affordable as we can afford without going hungry. So then, you think? Yeah, I, I think we should join. Oh, honey, you made me so happy. Never say I don't do anything for you. I never will. So, Mr. and Mrs. Covert, you had time to think about joining our friendly yacht club? Yep. Have you made a decision? Yep, we decided to sign on Dudline. Why, that's marvelous. Oh, you will love it here. Everyone is so congenial. Let's go to my desk. All right, then. Just sign here, 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 and here. That's a lot of signing. Just routine. You know how red tape is. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Just two more places. Here and here. Great. Now we have your binders, your social security numbers, your birth certificates, your mortgage and insurance information, your organ donations, and your future savings and bank account statements, and permission for weekly Homeland Security checks. Welcome to the friendliest club on the lake. Now let me introduce you to the Commodore. Mr. and Mrs. Covert, this is Rudy Tenacious. Rudy will show you the ropes. Welcome, welcome. So, you folks are new to the club, I see. Yes. Yes, yes, we are. We love our new members. We treat them with love. Let's go over to our restaurant. Oh, it's beautiful. And we love that gourmet menu. Ah, yes. It's an award-winning menu. Four stars. Ooh. Dinner for new members like yourselves is between 6 and 9 on every other Friday and Saturday evening. You are only allowed to eat in the dining room area on the right-hand corner behind the bar. There are occasions when we have a private catered affair on every other Friday and Saturday, which indeed may coincide with your availability, but that only happens a dozen or so times a season. But the season is only 20 weeks. <laughs> You're allowed to bring a bag lunch and sit outside, of course. We're proud of our friendly flexibility around here. You can sit anywhere outside by the lake, except there, 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 and, of course, there. But everywhere else... Well, well the only place you didn't point out was a bench by a dumpster. You, you don't expect us to eat there by the smell. Look it, you don't have to eat anywhere if you don't want to, buddy, my friend. Now, you have a boat, right? Yeah, we do. How big? Uh, average. About the same size as most of them here. So... You want to slip? Yeah, we need to slip. After all, that's why we joined. You know, there's an extra charge for that. Yep, we paid it. And you need full membership. Yep, paid. Well, then, you can have that slip over there. Where? There. 
But we were told we could have the slip over there. <laughs> Hardly. I dock over there. And I dock there because I like my privacy. Excuse me? This is a yacht club. The boats are packed right next to each other. Your point? Well, that one has a lovely view, and all the other ones are pretty much taken. Except that one there. Well, I could see why it's not taken. It's a wind tunnel. The boats would be smashed in like five minutes. Don't be silly. Then why isn't anyone there? And is that a half a hull sticking out of the water? Oh, well, we're going to clear that out. It's nothing. We're promised to live next to you. Well, there's no electrical outlet over there. Oh, that's not a problem. We can call an electrician to put one in. Oh, no, I'm sorry, madam. Our own electricians have to put it in. We have someone here on the premises. Well, that's fine, then. When can I get it done? Uh, I'm afraid not this season. He's currently in the Bahamas. Well, can't anyone else do it? I'm afraid not. All our batteries will die. Well, fortunately, <laughs> uh, that's not our concern. It's in the contract. Why are you laughing? That's not funny. Are you being snippy with me, madam? We only deal with friendly and polite people here. That does it. Let's go. Well, I see you're back. Yeah, you're darn right we're back. We want our money back. We don't want to be part of your friendly atmosphere anymore. Oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. Uh, but unfortunately, the money is non-refundable. You signed under the dotted line. Non-refundable? That's right. We don't refund any money. But that's highway robbery. Oh, you are wrong, sir. We are not part of the highway system. Let's go and call our lawyer. I'm sorry. You can only use our lawyer. He's a member. I'll have him call you when he gets back from Europe. You should hear from him in about six months. Oh, go, go to hell. Well, that wasn't very friendly, was it? Now, Brenna, tell me something about yourself. How did you even know that you were a writer? Are these about you and your life? For me as a writer, I think it comes from personal experience, but also being an artistic person, I feel we kind of see the world a little differently, and we see people and we feel emotions maybe more strongly than people who um, have more of a left brain personalities. And so whenever a situation happens, I like to really feel it out and, and not be afraid of the emotions that I'm feeling. And so writing is the way that I can help myself process those emotions. So if something happens to me and I'm overwhelmed with the situation, I'll write about it. But also, you know, it comes from seeing other people's situations I mean, that's really where all the inspiration comes from. I never write anything that isn't real. Oh, after what you said, I think appropriately, Forged from Fire would be a song I want to play. What do you think? Yeah. All right, let's play Forged from so. Fire. Yeah, I think so. Say no Nights are 
morning, sir. Welcome to Writer's Block Incorporated. I'm Wanda, and this is Wendy. What can we do for you today? Oh, I hope you can help me. I have writer's block really bad. I haven't been able to write anything for weeks. Well, what kind of writing do you do? I'm a joke writer. I have to come up with 10 jokes a week for my job, and I've got nothing. I'm about to get fired. Well, Wendy, this sounds like a job for... The, the joke, joke Strap. The Joke Strap? What in the world is that? Well, that's just what you need to fix that nasty writer's block problem. We'll have you spewing jokes out in minutes. That's exactly what I 
I want, but I still don't get what a joke strap is. Well, let's find a joke strap that will fit you. I'm thinking size small. Here we go. Now that looks like those things they made us wear in school under our gym shorts. There are some similarities. Step over here, and we'll try this joke strap on you. Okay, but it looks a little dangerous. Oh, it's not for the weak. Do you want to be writing jokes or not? All right, let's do it. Okay, here we go. Oh, perfect fit. What do you think? Oh,、well, seems okay so far, but I don't feel any funnier. That's because we haven't tightened it up yet. Tightened it up? Oh, I don't think I want you to. Oh, that's tighter than a hair in a biscuit. A hair in a biscuit? That's only moderately funny. I think we have to tighten it up one more notch. Oh, it's tight enough. Wait! Ah! That's tighter than a rusted lug nuts on a fifty-five Ford. Lug nuts? Fifty-five Ford? I thought you were a joke writer. Who's gonna laugh at a lame line like that? You know, Wendy, I've never had one of these joke straps fail like this before. I guess we'll have to use the extra special super tight position. Oh, look, this may have been a mistake. If you'll just remove this joke strap, I think I'll be heading back home now. Ready, Wanda? Extra special super tight? No, it's plenty tight enough now. Don't make it any. Oh, that's tighter than a clam's butt at high tide in July. Clam's butt at high tide. Clam's butt at high tide. I think we may have a winner there. What do you think, Wendy? <laughs> oh, we have ourselves a joke. Let's take this joke strap off. Oh, thank God. That was torture. Yeah. But the joke strap worked, didn't it? You got your joke. I sure did. I want one of those joke straps. How much? A bargain at six hundred and twenty-eight dollars. Six hundred twenty-eight dollars? Are you nuts? I can steal jokes off the internet for free. Good day, ladies. Wendy, hand me that joke strap. Let's put it to the test. Wow, that guy was tighter than a too small bathing suit on a too long ride home from the beach. <laughs> <laughs>、ah, this is great. I'm going on a date, and I'm finally not nervous. With this new Cyrano Date Navigate chip, I can sound like a pro when it comes to women. Choose language, English. Is your date male or female? <laughs> female. Please record where you are going. Press star seven and follow prompt. Hello. Please say your first name after the beep. Michael. Michael. Female date's first name. Sue. Lou. No, Sue. Do. To go back, press star one. Female date's first name. Susan. Susan. Pick up or meet. Pick up. Pick up. Destination and reservation time. Dinner at Joey's. I'm not sure about the address though. The reservations at seven p.m. Locating. Located. Joey's, one three two Lane Street, Parlor City. 
Reservation at 7 p.m. Information query complete. Great. I'll put this invisible date navigation earpiece in my ear, and now I can pick Sue up. Oh, hi, Michael. Come in. Hi, Sue. Tell Mildew she looks beautiful. Sue! What? Recalculating. Ah. Uh, oh, you look beautiful. <laughs> you don't think I look big in this dress, do you? Say yes if name Susan and no to keep name Mildew. Yes. I look fat? No! No. Date's name kept Mildew. Well, make up your mind. I'm sorry. What was the question again? Does this dress make me look fat? No, Mildew. You look like a model. No, you look like a model. Uh, thanks, I think. Would you like to have a drink before we go? No, I can't drink and drive. Sure, I'd love to. Recalculating. Just a little because I'm driving. Um, just a little because I'm driving. Gin and tonic? Beer? Um... I changed my mind, Mildew. We have reservations at 7 o'clock. It is now 6.40. If we don't leave now, we will be tardy. Um... What? Repeat... I changed my mind, Mildew. We have reservations at 7 o'clock. It is now 6.40. If we don't leave now, we will be tardy. I heard you! Jeez! <laughs> All right, forget it. Fine. Let's just go. No, you don't understand. Recalculating. I am sorry, Mildew. It's my fault. I am sorry. It's my fault. Whatever. In 300 yards, your destination will be on your left. We're almost here, I think. Joey's is on your left. Are you kidding me? Joey's all nude review? A first date and you're taking me to a strip club? You're a freak. Take me back. Oh, but honey, it's a mistake. You bet it's a mistake. Turn around. I'm sorry. Please, give me another chance. Let's start over, okay? Well, okay, let's start over. I guess we all make mistakes. Starting over, new location. Big Snakes. Located. Big Snakes, all-mail review. 2626 Serendipity Drive. In 300 yards, turn right on Cobalt Road. Will you please shut up? I hate you! Pull over! I'm getting out! This next song intrigues me called Same Road. Tell me why you wrote Same Road. This is, I think, my favorite song that I've written so far. And as a writer, I can get really frustrated when I have all this built-up emotion, but I can't seem to get it out in the way that I want to get it out. Also known as writer's block. And mm -hmm. um, I haven't written anything in months, and it wasn't because I didn't want to or I wasn't trying. It just it wasn't working, and it wasn't happening. And then I think, you know, it was like 2 in the morning one night, and I was sitting alone in my living room, and I was like, all right, well, I'll give it another shot. And so I started playing um, 
the chords to the song being the song kind of just came about and the hook of the song is is there anywhere to go when you're stuck on the same road i was kind of writing about feeling like i was stuck in a feeling or stuck in a place in my mind that i couldn't get out of so i was kind of having all these built-up emotions that were just locked in my head and i couldn't get out and so this song came from that and i'm really proud of it i think it has um some cool wording in it and things like that So let's listen to this really beautiful song, Same Road.
Hello? Well? Nothing. She's not in this terminal. Well, she's not in this terminal either. Where can she be? I don't know. Did you try asking over there? Yes, but with Homeland Security, they don't give out much information. She was supposed to be on flight 2703. I know, I know. What are we going to do? She's your grandmother, hon. Did you try calling people in the family? Yes, of course. But when you want someone... I know. Nobody answers. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. She must have missed her connection. She's probably in Amsterdam or something, wandering around, panicking, crying. Like you? You're not funny. She's 92, has dementia, and doesn't speak anything but Hungarian. What terminal are you at now? Terminal 7. Well, come to Terminal 4, and we'll deal with this together over lunch here at the airport. Okay. How can you possibly eat at a time like this? I'm going to try calling Julia, my cousin, in Hungary. The one who lives with her? Yeah. Didn't you call Julia before? Yes, but that was a few hours ago. She wasn't home then. Maybe she's home now. Hello? Hello? Grandma? Yes? Who is this? Grandma, it's me, Ginny. What are you doing in Hungary? What do you mean, what am I doing in Hungary, dear? I live here. I know, but... You're lucky you caught me. <laughs> I just got home from dancing. Dancing? I went out with Charlie, you know. For 84, he's such a good dancer. But you know how I go for younger men. Well, that's just great, Grandma. But you were supposed to be at the Kennedy Airport here in New York City. Where? New York City. You're supposed to stay with us for two months. Yes, dear, but that's in August. No, Grandma. In July. Not August? No. Where's Julia? Julia? Yes, Cousin Julia, your other granddaughter, the one who lives with you and keeps you on schedule. <laughs> I must have lost her somewhere. <laughs> what? Oh, <laughs> just kidding, dear. She moved out a few weeks ago to be with her boyfriend. Why didn't she tell me? I can't tell you that, dear. Oh, Grandma, now we have to change your flight. For August? Yes. Well, frankly, dear, that's not convenient. Charlie and I are going on a camping trip. What? A camping trip? I know, I know. Dating a younger man is so much fun. <laughs> I'm lucky I can keep up with him. Well, bye, dear. Don't worry about it. I'll be out for Christmas in October. Christmas in October, Grandma? <laughs> Don't be silly, dear. You should know it's in December. Maybe you need a checkup. Yes, Charlie. I'm coming. I'm coming. Charlie is so impatient. Well, bye, dear. Well? Are you going to eat all those french fries? I'm starving. Come on, Joan. Why do I have to come in here with you to buy a mattress? Just buy whatever you want. I don't care. I'll wait for you in the donut shop. Now, Victor, we've already discussed this. We both need to try out a new mattress to make sure it fits our needs. I don't have any needs. I just need a place to sleep. Come get me when you're done. I'll be the one eating the chocolate cream-filled donut. That's the reason we need a new mattress. Your side of the mattress sags because of all those chocolate cream-filled donuts you eat. He's talking about sagging. Victor, shut up and follow me into the mattress store right now. Good morning, folks. Welcome to Mattress Mart. What are we looking for today? 
peace and quiet. Do you sell that here? Never mind my sarcastic husband. We want a new queen-size mattress. Not too hard, not too soft, and no sagging. You've come to the right place. Why don't you try our special of the day, the Ortho Posture Pillow Top Queen Air Mattress, for just $595. Sounds good. Have it delivered Saturday. Can we go now? Victor, shut up and get in that bed. Whoa, Joan, you haven't talked to me like that since our first date. Yes, it's always a good idea to try out the mattress in the store first. Now, sir, which side of the bed do you sleep on? Whoa, all these women interested in getting me into bed. I'm having a great day. Okay, here I go. In the bed. Uh, now, who's joining me? Don't embarrass me, Victor. Lie down on your back in your usual drooling and snoring position. Ah, sounds like you could use our Royal Velvet Luxury Gel Down Pillow for only $49.95. It positions your mouth and nose to reduce drooling and snoring. That sounds disgusting. We'll take two of those pillows. Now, Victor, turn over and let's see how the mattress handles your beached whale position. Ma'am, did you notice that when your husband turned over, your side of the mattress didn't move at all? Yeah, that'll be nice because Victor turns over all night long. That's because I'm never satisfied with the way things are. I always want something better. Right now, a chocolate cream-filled donut would be better. Now, folks, don't forget to try all the positions you sleep in, including the... <laughs> How shall I say it? The spooning position? There hasn't been any spooning in our bed since 93. Though there wasn't knifing ones. Victor, you always make everything so difficult. Get into that position where you think you hear a noise downstairs and you're going to grab your shotgun and shoot the intruder. Ooh, a macho man. You may need our extra absorbent premium mattress cover to soak up all the excess testosterone. It's only $79.99. <laughs> right. Excess testosterone is a big problem in our marriage. There's no problem that can be fixed with a chocolate cream-filled donut. No more donut talk. Do you like this mattress or not? I want to see how it handles when you're dreaming about your hairdresser and call out, Ferdinand, oh, put your hands on my hair. Victor, I told you not to embarrass me. You should tell that to Ferdinand. Hmm. I think we should try something different for you two. I have just the right product that will keep a couple like you happy for years. <laughs> What's that? Single beds. We'll take two. An extra testosterone mattress cover for Ferdinand. You have any mattress covers for chocolate cream-filled donuts? Now, before we get to our final song, Brenna, I want to thank you for being on our show. You are truly a very special guest. Um, thank I'm you. very, I'm I, in, in a way, I'm, I'm really glad to know so many of these wonderful musicians, and you, especially, you know, here on my show, is just such a, a delight. 
because I love talent. I love natural talent, people who are born to do what they do. We're all bound to get better. I think this is why I chose this for the last song. I don't think if we ever reach perfection, if we're totally satisfied with anything, including love, that means we're stagnant. We have to get better. We're bound to. So tell me, am I right? I mean, is that something you were yeah, thinking? I, yeah, I think so, yeah. It's been a pleasure having you. And let's listen to Bound to Get Better. And don't be stagnant, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you also strive for achievement to be better. Thank you for listening to our show. And let's listen to the song. Again, thanks, Brenna. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess this is it. And this is how it ends. Why'd I have to go and fall in love? All over again mm-hmm. Yesterday I turned the street corner Saw you looking in through the door Of that old vintage record store I've heard the old song say the love is worth the pain I've yet to learn the price is always worth the pay
Well, folks, that's all for today's show of KB Cabaret. I want to thank you, our wonderful audience, for tuning in. KB Cabaret could not exist without you. I would also like to thank our hardworking actors and writers, Kate Murray, Judy McMahon, Molly Murray, Charles Berman, John Carey, John Montgomery, and Bill Murray. And I'd like to thank our hardworking sound engineer, Charles Berman, and his assistant, Valentine Monfuega. My musical engineer, Dave Rice, and a special shout-out to Christina Danella, my former music engineer, who is now working on Broadway. KB Cabaret is always looking for original musicians and writers. Inquire at kbcabaret.com. And sponsors, we have a special page just for you at kbcabaret.com. Just go on to the sponsors link and hook up with our climbing number of over 20,000 plus listeners and growing. that we are generating live on this show, our podcast, and on iTunes. In Parlor City, there are no goodbyes, only farewells. Until next time, this is Bree Harvey. Have a Calabaloo type of day. to have you and share our policy city come back again now to kb cabaret